Blog Talk Radio. You're live in the cube with the Christian comedy kids. You know what? <laughs> Dirty Laura. I look at this. I look in here and I'm like this, and looking for the audio, and it's like upload your audio for your episode. I'm like, what? It's not safe. Oh, so no! anybody hey, here with chicken? I was waiting for the music because it, apparently, if you miss a few weeks, they they do you dirty and remove your auto-saved intro music. That's wrong. It's not even cool. It's not even cool. I'm going to tell you right now. It's horrible. You know, because there's a couple seconds even before the music starts that you're kind of like, is it going to start? But it always starts. And then this <laughs> one, you went, and you're like, it's still not starting. All right. <laughs> yes, you're back. We're in space. Yes. Oh, I missed you so I much. I miss you. 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 I need to tell you, you are super fans, and I wish I could pay you. I can't, but as soon as I get a paycheck, because you rock, I'll pay I you can. a teacher. We're like super chick fan. <laughs> so funny. It's like, I wish I could pay you. Gideon! Oh, Gideon's Oh, yes, yeah, totally. Totally Gideon, yes. And if you hear a hum, well, you know, that is the hum of a free cargo carrier atop my van, ratcheted down with five straps. Because it was not made for this vehicle, but that's that's why it was free. It was on the side of the road, and I picked it up, and I told my husband, it'll work. I will just tie it down to my roof. I will make it happen. Um, so there's this hum as we go 75 miles an hour. It's just, you know, it's only for 900 miles. We can handle it. Um, so that's what the hum is. That's your audio. No need to adjust your speakers. It's my, that is the sound of free cargo carrier atop my minivan. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, listen. I have to. This is the best part. We I did the show on the road again because number one, we're on the road again, spiritually and actually physically. Laura is on the road again right now, taking the entire fan family up to Maryland, and it's just nine or actually it's like probably eight more hours now until everyone's back together and everyone's awesome. But of course, nothing's easy. <laughs> you make it sound like oh yeah, you're on the road. <laughs> Just traveling, no problem. But, yeah, there she is with her, you know, cargo. I think that's awesome, number one, that you're like, and there's my cargo thing. I'm strapping it up top. This is why we're best friends. This is why we're best friends. Right there in that region. So, yeah, on the road and back. But you know what? I think even since we're back, the first thing we should do is pray. And I would love if you and Gideon and Gideon pray. I will. I'm totally going to do it with my eyes open this time, but I would love to. Open. (laughs) Dear Jesus, I just want to thank you for friendship I want to thank you for having a perfect plan for all of us And I thank you that your perfect plan often includes Some not so perfect situations Because those are the things that cause us To grow in compassion and to grow in strength And to grow in understanding when those around us are Gideon says, yeah Yeah, Um, yeah yeah. It's not an easy journey But I thank you that when I have had struggles and I've endured, I can look at someone else who's had struggles and I, I just can understand them so much better. So I thank you for giving us 
for loving us enough as our Father to give us such a broad understanding of human nature and such a compassion through our own suffering that we could reach out and love others the way that we should. Uh, I thank you for safety on the road so far. I thank you that we are on the final lap of the final marathon, it feels like. And, and I don't know what that means. I'm sure there's another one starting as soon as I can pick myself up off of the ground. But I just want to thank you. I, also, I want to thank you for protecting Jessica's mom uh, with her recent heart issues and just for mm. for healing her body, for giving the doctors the medical knowledge that they needed to take care of that situation and ask for wisdom for her to slow down when she needs to slow down and to have fun when she's allowed to have fun. And um, God, that through this journey, all these things that we go through, these, these trials and the ups and the downs, that we would just roll with the punches and that we would continue to be a light for you no matter what, in the good and the bad, and that we would thank you for all experiences, knowing that you are making us every day who we need to be. And we thank you that you care enough to not let us be one-dimensional, that you, you say, I want you to love, I want you to learn, I want you to grow, and I will be with you through all of it. So I thank you for loving us like such a good parent does. And I thank you that we are back on the air. It has been too long. God, thank you for cars, phones. Bluetooth speakers so I can do this safely. Thank you for free cargo carriers. Thank you for my friends. And thank you for our amazing fans who uh, let us know that we were missed. And just for the special, yes. let them special today, please. Um, and let them know what a gift, like literally, you have given them from heaven the gift of encouragement. And let them know how important that is. And let they think that their gift is something not as fancy as someone else's gift. That is a talent, and that is a blessing to the kingdom like nothing else, the gift of encouragement. So I would ask that they feel rejuvenated in their gift today and that they would continue spreading that awesome support and love to all those that you would have them reach. And we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Oh, I just missed that so much. I miss that so much. It has been six weeks of just, just craziness, you know. Some of us give you great easy times in the Roman and then sometimes there's bigger waves and Laura and I are real big advocates on being able to slap with each other on it because sometimes that keeps you from you know, really really twitching which is important but this, this morning Laura and I were even talking before the show it was awesome about you know your journey and you're at the finish line and I was thinking man sometimes when you're at the finish line it feels like the last five yards or whatever to the line it's like almost the hardest it's like you know it reminds me of football or whatever where the enemy's like block that kick that kick, you know, and God is with you, you know, in those times where you feel that, um, that it's, yeah, man, it's usually really close to some really awesome blessing that's about to come out. That's when it's, that's when it's, block the kick. Get him out. Get him out. He's cheering, he's cheering for that kick. He's like, you got this, you got this. Kick that kick. You know what? I'm serious when I tell you this. He's three years old. I cannot believe it's been three years with baby Gideon, guys. And if you've been on the show since the beginning, that's big. I mean, Gideon was just born. Oh, I think, yeah. Didn't we do one episode from the hospital? We were, like, live from the hospital or something. Or was it to be just talking about that? That was crazy. But <laughs> um, We were talking about we were going. Okay, you had wanted to do one while I was in labor, and I was totally for it. But my husband was a little weirded out. He's like, um, really? going to share that with the world? I'm like, yes, that would be amazing. Um, so I think, I think we totally meant to, but I don't remember if we did. I don't know. Maybe one of our super fans. One of the super fans can let us know if we did that show. 
but he's three years old. And you know, when we and we talk about timing too, Laura and I a lot because Laura and I see a lot of other you know, in, in actors and performers and things like that and the different seasons that you guys have them in. And as a mother, it's a different time. It's a very selfless time. I mean, you have to take time for yourself, and when you haven't, you can tell that you feel, it just feels depleting. But on a normal day-to-day, 90%, it's a selfless, you know, thing as a mother and what we do. And, you know, I want us to not, I don't want us to feel like we're getting cheated out of anything. I want us to be filled with that thing like, you know what? We are so blessed as mothers and what we do. And that way, when we do get opportunity, it's delicious. And Laura and I, the other thing we're talking about is how God gives the opportunity. Like, sometimes it's not the opportunity that you might have even asked for. Like, God, listen, I want to be on stage. But the opportunity he gave you was to be off stage in the back row comforting somebody. And, I mean, that kind of stuff is, I'm not going to lie, it's hard, you know, because there's a fleshy part of me that's like, well, I'd rather be doing this. And then, but there's more fulfillment in the back row when you're there comforting somebody. And I, for me specifically, it was a vacation Bible school. I mean, vacation Bible school is awesome. It's like this time where I get to do these skits for these kids. And doing skits for kids is hard because they are, they'll let you know how it is. They're like, yeah, this wasn't that funny. No, I don't No, I don't see it. Yeah. There's no courtesy laughs. Like, kids are not giving me courtesy laughs. None of that's happening. But, but being able to just share Jesus' is love. And it's funny because I go in and I'm like, what do I know about God? All you've got to know is God loves you. That's, this is just three little words that you have to know to go tell about God's good news. God loves you. God loves you. And being able to share that with them and have it reciprocated in the most purest way, oh, my gosh, Laura, it was awesome. And you talk about sweat, man. I was like, I like I went swimming. It was like I went swimming in the Holy Spirit. And it wasn't nerves. It wasn't. Anything, it was God's fire just drenched over me, that these were his, this was his promise, this was his ministry for us, or for me, and I, I just, and it was bigger than anything. So when we talk about, like, on the road right. again, going again, it, sometimes it's the unseen. There are no pictures, you know, of, of the awesomeness that happened in the back row with you, and I just, anyway, right. he talks about that, but I'm, can I give the, like, well, the, we, like general, or do you think No, I was just going to say that Laura had this opportunity. I mean, can I give it up? I don't want to say something I shouldn't be saying. Um, well, okay. So I had, I, I've been through a season of where I really kind of felt benched um, in my own talents, but I was blessed to be able to pour into the talents of others um, through a very unique opportunity with the AMPC, stepping into a team leader position again. And so that was such an incredible experience. Uh, to be able to step back into that. But when you're a performer and God has instilled that in you, there's just this desire to be on stage. And I don't know that it's all flesh. I mean, I think it's, I think the satisfaction that we get from performing is that you do feel yeah. the most alive in that moment, that you feel as though you are accomplishing what God has given you the gift to accomplish for his kingdom. And yeah. so there's something about doing it on stage in front of a lot of people that you just feel like, like you're firing on all cylinders. It's just, it's unlike anything else. Um, but then, you know, in this off season for my own performances, I guess, I kind of told people that I quit singing because I, I really did. I mean, it's been several years. I haven't, um, done much of anything. And so I was asked to sing on stage, you know, with a, a very small worship team for a fairly large event. And so I was really excited about that. And I felt like right when that last 
corporation back in and said, hang on, hang on, um, I'd like you to take part in this uh, worship team of just a handful of people. Um, and I'll admit my flesh was like, whoa, how elite, like, ooh, I got chosen. And so, But then the other part of me was struggling, like, why did I get chosen? I am not good enough. Like, not with the, the part of people that I would be singing with up there. I do not belong up there. So I was battling my own insecurities, but also, like, this God-given opportunity, like, whoa, that's amazing. I haven't sung in too long. Maybe God is telling me, don't give up. Yes, I, 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 may, I created you to sing. Don't you dare say you're going to stop. And so the morning of, I actually had a, um, a dear friend, a performer of mine um, with AMTC, have a medical situation. I was on my way to sound check, and she had a medical situation that required immediate attention. And so I called the guy who was in charge of our worship uh, rehearsal that morning, and I said, look, I've got somewhere I have got to be, and I don't know what that means for this morning, but this is where I need to be. And so I went right to her. <laughs> Long story short, um, the girl said, I have to be at worship, I have to be at worship, I have to be there. And so we walked side by side after the situation was stabilized, and we get into worship, and we walked, she wanted to be right down to the front, like right by the stage. So the stage is like, you know, four feet off of the ground, but she wanted to go right up front, and she wanted to be prayed for. And so in that moment, I looked up at the girl who I was supposed to be singing with. Um, she was the only female mm-hmm. on stage I was supposed to harmonize with her. I looked up at her, and she looked down at me. She later told me, she said, Laura, I could hear you singing, but I knew that that is exactly, like, you weren't supposed to be up here singing with me. You were singing from exactly where you were supposed to be singing from. And so I sang, and we were harmonized with each other, and here she was on stage with all the lights and the, you know, I, I say glitz and glamour. Like, that's, that's our human version of it. But really, I mean, she has a beautiful heart, and she was just doing it for the worship element. I, I love her heart. But she said, you know, we were singing. I said, I wish we could have sung together. And she said, Laura, we did. And yet, I, I, I was down four feet below, you know, with my arms around this young girl and, you know, this, this young dreamer who I can totally understand because I've had dreams crushed and hopes delayed. And, you know, we talk about the journey and better understanding humans beside us. I wouldn't know her situation unless I had lived it. And I could tell her, I know what it's like to beg God for the next step, and he doesn't reveal it right away. And I know what it's like to beg God for healing from a situation and not receive the healing that you're begging for and not understand why. Because you trust and you have faith to move a mountain and you just you don't know why. But in that moment, I felt like God was reminding me, Laura, when I bring you on tour, it's not going to be all stages and lights and sound checks. Like, mm-hmm. your tour might be just your armor around someone shedding tears with them. And it might mean mm-hmm. that I pull you off stage to do that, but that ministry off stage is even more important because I need yeah. where I've called you to be. And if I call you on stage, great, then you better be there. But if I call you off stage with every bit of anticipation and with every bit of heart, you better show up to your off stage tour stop too. And I, I've shared before, but you know, when I was singing, um, sorry, my son is chanting, Grandma, Grandma, hey, Grandma, hey, Grandma, hey. Because my um, <laughs> children and his cousins taught him to, that little chant to say to his grandma before we left the state. Um, but anyway, hey. yeah, grandma, grandma, hey. Um, grandma, grandma, hey. And sometimes we have to cheer for our own family, you know. So Gideon's reminding me that when we do our gifts, we use our gifts for our own families. Um, God is so pleased, and I love what.
Jumbotron. Like, when nobody here on Earth notices, that's when it's on the big screen in heaven. And I feel like we so often neglect responsibilities and God-given open doors off stage because we're waiting for, like, the big twisty, like, we want the, the bulletin with our name on the front, and we want to be on the marquee. And I, I think we just miss a lot of opportunities, and we don't cherish those. But, like, we're really all on tour all the time. And, you know, when I talk to you, I, I'll admit, like, I watch your page, and I'm like, oh, she gets to host another event. I so wish I could be there. Like, I don't even have to have the mic in my hand. I just want to be on the front, like, cheering for you. Um, and I'm so happy for you. But I, I do question, and just like I know you look at the next person, and you question, like, God, when is it when is it our turn, you know, for the Christian comedy chicks? And I'm just so thankful that we both, I believe, have been faithful to our, our stops, our tour stops along the way where there are no lights and there are no yeah. program booklets and there are no tickets sold. But thank you for always reminding me that God and the angels are watching and that those are things, in those moments when I get no earthly accolades, those are when I'm storing up treasures in heaven that I will one day be able to cast back. And I'll tell you what, I would rather get my accolades in heaven than on earth any day because I don't want to get to heaven having sung on the largest stage, having to perform comedy, you know, next to the biggest names, and then have nothing to get back to Jesus. Because he says, when you get your reward here, you've got it. Like, that's it. Um, so I say, you and I are on the tour of all tours. We are back. We're on the, we're on the tour of a lifetime. And I'm so thankful that you and I, we don't pressure each other for anything more than that. Like, we really are doing this on God's pace. We told each other a long time, God is our agent, and wherever he sends us, we go. He's got a lot of, he's got us doing a lot of volunteer work, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but it's okay. It's okay. We're paying our dues, and, um, and the fact is we owe him everything. So I just, I want to remind everybody how thankful I am for you and that you are always on pace with me and, you know, just always let us, we just go at whatever pace we go at, and it's okay, and I love that in you. Thank you. I love you so much, my friend. I, I mean, you know what? Here's the thing with being on tour with God and talking about the hands. I, I don't, we, people don't give it enough, real enough reality credit. I mean, just to really stop, pop your bubble that you normally live in. And I'm talking to myself, pop my normal bubble that I can stay in all that. And really look at things from a spiritual perspective. You know, with my mom, and I, I'm not trying to get accolades here. Right now, no. I, I would prefer them in heaven right now. I'm just giving an example. You know, with my mom, she had uh, open heart surgery, she had a bypass, and the whole process is about a few months. But God has been so gracious through it. It's been hard. I mean, the truth is, it's hard. I mean, hard to watch your mother struggle. You're somebody who is the strength, your pillar, to watch them be weak and vulnerable and have to be the strength. You know, have to. You know, I read somewhere you never know how strong you are until you're called to be it. And um, and you know, in those moments where I realize my weakness, that's where God's strength comes in. I mean, cause that's the thing. I know I'm strong. I know, like, when she was waking up from surgery and they needed to wake her up to give her, you know, get the tube out, there was these medical moments where that was not me. Real. I, I am not a medical person. I don't do well around blood or gut. It's not my thing. I get woozy and sick. But in there, I mean, God just came over. And in that victory afterward, I thanked him and I praised him. I said, God, thank you for coming and doing what I could not do. When I was exhausted and I couldn't go, I felt like one more. I said, God, please, I can't drive home today. Can you help me? And I would get home safe when there was moving time, and I felt like my back just couldn't. And I, in all those moments, and God came in, and I thanked him, 
Heaven rejoice. Heaven rejoice. I'm, I'm talking jumbotron. I'm talking what the enemy came in to destroy, where he wanted to break me, where he wanted to come and make me scream out, why is this and all this stuff. At every turn, God came in there and dumped a bucket of peace every time I asked. A bucket of peace and strength over it. And it was real because if you've ever gone and taken care of somebody, you know, a family member or, or anything like that, I mean, it's, it's a very vulnerable time. Heart surgery, open chest, all these things. Man, I can't tell you how great God's peace is. God's peace is something that cannot be bought. It is free to all, and it is the most awesome thing ever. And when I give glory to it, that's when heaven rejoices. That's when we hit it on stage. I know, Gideon. I know. Tell me. Angels everywhere. Hey. Hey, Grandma. Hey. Hey, Grandma. Hey. All that goes on. Because we gave glory to God in something that was so hard that, man, every, every bone was like, you heard cracking? You heard cracking? It was like, and, and you, uh, I just, God's peace is real. It is awesome. It is not that you don't struggle. And it's not that it's not so hard that you don't want to cry a lot. But he comes in and gives you people. He comes in and gives you peace and everything that you need. And that is a promise. It is an absolute promise. Um, the hard part is real, though. That's also a promise. And that's hard to swallow sometimes. You know what I mean? It would be so much nicer. But that's heaven, guys. Heaven is razzle-dazzle, time, heavenly bodies, yaka, shmaka, yaka, awesomeness. Okay? Here is our struggle. And so when we're on the road and every opportunity God gives you is an opportunity to show your worthiness, is an opportunity to show the gift that he's giving you, and it's in a quiet place, then show them off. Show them off big. You know, when you talk about that and the opportunity you had, I feel for you because my heart says, man, get on there, girl, 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 girl. But I see the bigger picture of the bigger beauty of you hugging the sweet girl down there. I see that in heaven big, baby. I see, like, what up? Because you know what? What God said out is this is my daughter, and she loves me unconditionally no matter what position I have for her or whatever I have her. And the enemy comes to him and says, you know what? But what is this? What if you were going to give her something, but then it worked out like this? You're going to have God's permission, okay? He ain't going to let anything happen to you that's not his permit that he hasn't authorized, okay? And in that moment, God said, let's go. That's my girl. And it happened. And you gave glory to him. You weren't mad there, like, you know what, girl, why you got to be having another thing? You know what I mean? Which, I'm not going to lie, I've had moments myself. But in that moment, it was victory in heaven. And something nobody saw. No one would ever know about no one would ever know. And we don't say it because we want accolades. I know Laura doesn't want any kind of handshake. We're just giving you examples of that kind of on the road, that kind of show that God wants you to do. He wants you to put on a show every day. And at the end of it, He wants you to nail it. He wants you to drop the mic on whatever you're doing. Whether you're taking care of a family that lost an animal, whether you are a mom who listens and thinks, I can't handle it anymore, He wants you to drop the mic. Ask for God for help and drop the mic. Father, I need your help. Drop the mic and get off. And watch him. Watch him perform in your life. Because what I see him doing in yours and in mine in little ways is biblically awesome. Um, three years, Laura. That's what this year is. It's three years since we started the show and got it rolling and thought three years ago, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, there's not really a sponsor. There's not a paycheck. You know, but we just love being joyful and saying, guys, we're a mess, and this is our joy. And in that, God has honored us or blessed us 
at every turn through all of our stuff, and this is year three. And when I say, like, get out of the way, watch what God does, it's not because I think there's going to be or expect an AT&T stuff. It might be because there's another somebody that needs a hug that it will be big in heaven and something that no one here on earth would see. Because you said it earlier, you said, like, people define stuff when you're off the stage, like, oh, if you're not on the stage, you're not really performing. And I beg to differ that most of your performing will be done off the stage and in heaven. Be ready for the rewind. Be ready for the recap and the whatever. And there will be some that's quite embarrassing. <laughs> but those right. I want to be so happy to give back to God. I said, I couldn't do much for you. I was a mess, and I made a lot of mistakes. But you know what? I went to vacation Bible party, and every day sweated my face. A whole body sweated off every day, like Monday. <laughs> and then Tuesday I went back, and I begged God. I said, please, God, I'm having a beautiful time with the kids. The kids were asking me, Miss Jessica, why are you so sweaty? I mean, I'm telling you that it was like, Nothing you've ever seen in your whole life. Like if I had gone and taken a dip in the pool, but when I got up and started talking about God and his love, I mean, it was literally off my back, my legs, my arms, my toes, inside my socks. When I took my socks off, were sweating. I could not even begin to describe to you. And every day I said, God, listen, could you, yeesh, could the Holy Spirit be an ice cooler? Does he have to be a fire? You know what I mean? It would be great about it, baby. And every day I got more and more and more. And every day I pushed through and said, God, you know what? This is embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Because then the adults start coming over because now they hug you when you're over. They're like, great job. Why are you so wet? I mean, because my shirt is soaked, right? <laughs> and only like one or two people would get it. You know, like one of the worship team leaders came up and she goes, no, I get it. When I go on stage and I get into the spirit, I, sometimes I just start going. I just start wetting, wetting. And if you don't sweat, you can, I can, listen, you don't understand. You're pressure. And I'm happy for you. But on by Thursday, I had gotten to a point where I said, you know what, let's go, Dad. You know, let's just get wet. I put a bandana on, and I said, let's roll out. I said, because these little kids are hearing about how much you love them. And to me, whatever fire you got to put me through to do it, let's go. And again, I sweated. He's precious. I thought, well, maybe let's go because I let it go. No, I still sweated. But those things make me so uncomfortable for God. Those are the victories in heaven. Those are the ones. Those are the drop the mic. You driving to Maryland right now, taking these next eight hours, those are God's drop the mic. So I just happy, and I just love you. And it's not because it's easy. <laughs> it's quite right. the opposite here, people. Quite the opposite. Thousand square foot, five people. My mom's living easy. One bathroom. I mean, come on. Got to be God's joy in here. <laughs> There's people are gonna I die. feel you. I feel you with the one bathroom. <laughs> I do. Um, I know. so do, and you know that I do. Um. Okay, one thing I just want to ask, if if anybody's listening and, you know, you guys do pray for us, I just, I feel it tugging on my heart. Like, Jessica and I, she has such a special burden on our hearts for Vacation Bible School. And we've, we've often kind of just joked about writing a curriculum for a church. Um, you know, Christian comedy chicks, where it would be funny, but it would be, it would also be intense, like God intense but also very lighthearted and very humorous. And um, if that is something that your church would be interested in, you know, something like an all-original uh, Vacation Bible School curriculum where we could come and be a part of your church even for next summer, if you if you want to talk to your church and have them reach out to us, I, I just keep feeling like VBS is something that keeps coming back for both of us. And it's something we yeah. both talk about with great joy and anticipation and and I just don't know. I mean, God says, suffer the little children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And I believe there's a very special place for children um, in God's 
heart. And so just pray for us. And if you, if your church has that need or has a desire to do something totally brand new in the community, God blessed us with an amazing, amazing church this past summer my daughter got to work with um, who had a CBS program like nothing I've ever seen. So I'm getting ready to pick her brain about that. And, um, and just like if your church is ready to launch a vacation Bible school or a vacation Bible party like they never have, talk to us about next summer, and I would love if God would open that door for us to come to you and um, just blow it out of the water for, for his kingdom. That would be awesome. Gift, man. Gift to the best. Gift is very powerful. You know, people love to see what's going on and, and almost a real, you know, I, we learned about Paul a lot and Paul being in jail, and when he was in jail, he wasn't just in jail moping around or, like, taking stones and being mad at God. He was in jail singing. I could not imagine this. I mean, I'm trying, you know, I try, these are my idols, okay? Not really there yet. But, you know, whatever your prison is, wherever you feel trapped right now, sing. Sing like Paul did. Sing because you know that there is God's promise there. And if you sing out to God, yes. God, I love you so much. You know what? I'm here right now, and this is hard. <laughs> I don't know what you're adding to it. I don't know. Is that Michael Jackson? Yeah. Put it in there. Because God honors that. Because the ultimate life, he's got you all the way. I mean, here's what happened. Paul's in jail. He's singing. He's having a great time. Now all the inmates are seeing that this guy is singing in the midst of some pretty despairing stuff. I mean, he's about to be hung. So he's like, why are they singing? All right, it doesn't make any sense. All of a sudden, an earthquake comes. It knocks down the jail walls, right? Here's Jessica. I'm out of here. I'm like, later, this Mexican is gone, you know? Paul stays there. He stays there and waits. And the jailer is so blown away that Paul stays there and all those other, you know, rascals are gone. He invites him to his home. And that night, the jailer's entire family was saved. You know, the love that God had for the jailer's family brought through all that with Paul. But there's so many things. If you are hurting,